Hello. You are listening to the Grieving Parents Sharing Hope podcast. We are here to walk with parents on their unwanted journey of child loss, guiding them to a place of hope, light, and purpose, not in spite of their child's death, but as a way to honor his or her life. And now, here is your host, author, speaker, and bereaved parent, Laura Deal. Hi. I decided it is important to get a jump on the the end-of-the-year holidays. Last week, I gave you seven suggestions on how to take care of yourself during this time of year, and I did my best to make sure you know that it's okay not to be okay. The holidays can be brutal, especially those first few years. First, a couple of you sent in questions, which I want to answer, and then I want to share with you some ways you can bring your child into a holiday gathering if you really can't avoid going to it. The first question says, we can usually find something to do for Thanksgiving. Restaurants are open or friends will invite us over, but Christmas Eve and Christmas Day are different. Restaurants are closed and people celebrate with their own families. For us, being with family means traveling a distance. It's hard to come up with anything to do to keep ourselves occupied. How do we let friends know we are looking for something to do or people to be with on Christmas without feeling like we are butting in on their Christmas? Now, I happen to know this person, and I also know that they lost their only child, so it is just her and her husband. And my first thought is to just plain do something different. Maybe do something like offer to volunteer where a meal is being served for the homeless, or have your own Christmas dinner and invite those who will be alone to join you, like maybe international college students that can't get home for Christmas. How about a widow with no family nearby, or maybe another couple whose children won't be home for Christmas too far away or whatever. You can pray about asking God to show you who to invite into your Christmas. But if you really want to spend it with friends, then I guess I suggest just ask and just be really upfront and say we're looking for somewhere to go for Christmas and just say what you said in the email. We don't want to butt in, but would it be possible if we joined you for Christmas dinner? We really don't want to be alone and by ourselves. But I want to make sure that you prepare yourself to be part of maybe the kids playing with their gifts and conversations at dinner that revolve around their family and their morning together with opening the gifts and things. So just something to consider and just do what's right for you, as always. The other question was, should I push myself to be with people or should I give myself grace and just do what I feel the most comfortable with? Now, once again, this is someone that I know, and I happen to know that they just hit their one-year mark with their son being gone. And once again, this is a couple who lost their only child. And so what I have to say about this is that, to me, it depends on the people or the event. You have to ask yourself, will it take more from you than what you have to give? Leaving yourself in recovery mode for days, because that can happen. Taking care of yourself is the most important, even when those around you don't understand. I give this illustration quite a bit. When we lose our child, it's like having an amputation. A part of our very being has been cut off from us. And if you had a literal amputation a year ago and you told someone that you physically don't think you would be able to do something and you need to stay home, I just can't go, you know, this, I'm still dealing with this, whatever, most people will understand that. So hopefully they'll understand if you say, I just can't do this. I'm still in recovery. I know it sounds like maybe it's taking longer than it should to you, but that's where I am in this process. 
Another thought would be to find compromises. Maybe look at your schedule and decide which are yes and which are no. Kind of, you know, look at the whole thing and decide which things you're going to and which things you aren't. And then maybe tell the ones that you're going to decline. Just tell them that you can't spread yourself too thin, that you have to say no to something, whatever else you need to share with them. But that's another thought. Or maybe just go for the beginning and excuse yourself partway through or plan to arrive late and just be there for maybe the second half or towards the end and not try to push yourself to attend the whole event. Those are just some thoughts about that question. So how can you deal with all of this holiday stuff that is just so hard and the people around you don't understand why you're struggling so much? There are some events we can't avoid and we can say no to, but how about the ones we really have to attend and we just have to figure out how to get through them? Well, I want to give you a few suggestions to help you face those gatherings in a way that will open the door for you to bring your child with you in a way that honors your child and that will be helpful to you and hopefully to the people that you're with. The first suggestion is to take a memory book of some kind and ask people to write something to your child in a special memory. Another thought is to ask them to make a toast, specifically acknowledging by name all the family members who have passed on. And this would obviously include your child, but there are probably more relatives or family members or friends who have passed over the years, and just ask if you could acknowledge all of them. How about playing one of your child's favorite upbeat songs and have everyone dance to it? Even if it's something crazy and fun like the chicken dance or the song Let It Go and everybody can mime it and get as crazy as they want with it. I have thought about possibility of having a silly hat contest. Maybe feature your child's favorite color. This is something that obviously would have to be planned ahead and it could make a wonderful yearly tradition. Do the hats each year, the same, you know, the same thing. Every year we're going to have a, a silly hat contest in honor of, you know, your child. Or you could change it up. And last year we did a silly hat contest. This year we're going to do, I don't know, costumes, shoes, get crazy creative, right? How about finding photos of the family members or friends who are going to be at this event? Find pictures of them with your child. And then make it, turn it into a video with music behind it that everyone will enjoy watching because they will all get to see themselves with your child in this music video. Another thought would be to take a movie with you, a DVD that your child loved to watch and ask the group that you're with to watch it with you and explain why, obviously. And if none of these suggestions seem like they'll make you want to be there, guess what? It's okay. I want to give you a few more other thoughts about how to ease some of the pain that can come through the holidays. One of them is to change one of your traditions. So if there's one that's particularly painful, maybe change it to something that makes you feel less torn. For example, instead of maybe if it's a painful memory for you to shop for the perfect fresh Christmas tree, maybe that's something your family did as a tradition each year and you just can't do that. How about buying an artificial one and do that instead? I know it's really hard for those of us who have children and we have to keep these holidays going for their sake, but it's just so hard because there's nothing in us that wants to. And I know it doesn't make sense in our heads, 
But that's just how we feel. That's just how we are. Even though we have our other children that we love deeply, this one child that's not there, it just consumes us. I don't have to explain this to you. But we do have to keep things going for our other kids or maybe grandkids who are around. So maybe something like this, just changing one of those traditions a little bit. I have heard of one mom who put up their tree, but she just couldn't bring herself to decorate it. So a friend came over and did that for her while she watched. And they talked about the ornaments and everything, and she could leave the room if she needed to leave the room. But someone else actually decorated the tree for her because I know that's a huge thing in those first few years. How about just being up front and let close family and friends know that this is still painful. You can do this by giving them something to read that was written by someone else on this journey of child loss to explain why this is normal and what will help and what will hurt those of us in deep grief. I do have, if you haven't heard of it before, There's a, I don't know if I'd call it a poem, a reading that's called My New Normal. And I will put a link to that in the show notes, how to get a PDF from us. We can send it to you. This would be a good example of sending to your family and friends to help them understand why this is still so difficult for you. It's been a year, two years, three years, whatever. Another thing is maybe while you're at it and you're contacting people, Maybe ask everyone to come to the family event prepared with a special memory of your child to share. And I want to just make a note here that funny is good because laughter does bring a measure of healing. And remind your family that the holiday gatherings are a precious time to spend with each other and to talk about and share memories with those who couldn't make it. Your child is one that couldn't make it. It's just death puts your child in that category. It's just a different kind of not being able to make it. And so you may find stories you never knew are being told about your child and funny things that your child has done. And this may even give you something to look forward to instead of dreading being with others, knowing that people are going to bring fun memories of your child with them at this gathering. Another possibility is to do something that you enjoy doing with your child with a really close friend or a family member who will share the memories with you. And this is, uh, some of you can say I could never do that, but this, for some others of you, this might be very helpful. For instance, if you and your child loved doing the Christmas cookies and helping decorate dozens and dozens of Christmas cookies, then have someone really close to you come and do that with you who will allow you to go through all of the emotions from tears to laughter as you go through the motions of the activity. So find something that you and your child liked to do together and then find someone special and close that you can do that with allowing you to have the memories of this as you go. The last thing I want to suggest to you is a book called Hope for the Future, an Advent Journey for Bereaved Parents. Now, this is a book that I actually put together a few years ago because as we hit the Thanksgiving season, and I just, there was just something in me that was just crying out, God, I need to know you're with me. I I need you through this. And so I found myself every night kind of journaling through the season And I decided if I was struggling with this, then other grieving parents are probably struggling with this. And I ended up going on Facebook and doing a a live Advent time. 
and I turned this into a book. And I still, every Sunday, now if you don't know what Advent is, it is the four weeks, it's setting time aside four weeks before Christmas. And a lot of, uh, in, in the spiritual sense, I know we see like little candy calendars and things out there, but in the spiritual sense of Advent, a lot of people have a wreath with colored candles and they'll light a certain candle each week, which represents something about Christmas and each color represents something within the Christmas season. Like I said, I, I put this together for myself and then just kind of opened the door for other parents to join me, ended up putting it into a book. And the four Sundays before Christmas, I will still get live on Facebook in the evening. I believe it's eight o'clock central time that I that I do this. And anyone who wants to join me can join in and I light a candle for all of us. And I read that evening's couple of pages in the book for that evening or to start out the week. And the four candles, the four subjects are peace, love, hope, and joy. So if you would like to join me or if you would like to check out that book, Hope for the Future, An Advent Journey for Bereaved Parents, it's like a little devotional that you can do every evening. And there's something to read every night. And so a lot of people will join me on the Sunday evenings and we'll do the reading together and then they do their own reading through the week and then we get back together the next Sunday night through the Christmas season. So you can order that book on Amazon or any bookstore chain. If you want to find out more about the book, just go to gpshope.org slash advent book or you can click on the links in the show note and that will tell you more about the book itself. I want to close by reading something written by a very precious friend of ours who lost their only son to suicide several years ago. And this is Dr. Doug and B.J. Jensen. And what they wrote, this is called A Different Kind of Holiday. Thanksgiving is right around the corner. Oh, how our son Jay loved the turkey feast at Thanksgiving. He could eat as much as any two people and still have room for a few desserts. I wonder if he will be enjoying a heavenly banquet this year, because his chair will seem so empty here. Unless we decide to offer Jay's space to that young serviceman we met on the plane, who is far from home. We bet he would be grateful for the invitation to enjoy a turkey and all the trimmings for dinner. It will just be a different kind of Thanksgiving for us this year. This service that you perform is not only supplying the needs of the Lord's people, but is also overflowing in many expressions of thanks to God. 2 Corinthians 9, 12. Christmas is right around the corner. Oh, how our son Jay loved giving presents, including the newest games on the market so his family could enjoy playing them together Christmas afternoon. I wonder if Jay is still enjoying playing games in heaven. Maybe we could give games and gifts to the less fortunate in his name. Perhaps get involved with Operation Christmas Child like our friends Doug and Ann do in honor of their precious daughter, Patty. It will just be a different kind of Christmas this year. Your prayers and gifts to the poor have come up as a memorial offering before God, Acts 10.4. New Year's Eve is right around the corner. We can still see our party animal, Jay, being one of the first in line to enjoy, celebrate, and ring in the new year. He had such a zest for life. I wonder if he's organizing a celebration in heaven. 
Maybe we could build a fire in our fireplace, cuddle and lift a toast of Perrier and sparkling cider to celebrate Jay's life and share the stories, memories, and joy he brought into ours because he lived. It will just be a different kind of New Year's Eve celebration this year. We think the important part will be deciding what we can do for the holidays to help us focus on being grateful, connected, giving, and moving forward together to show our thanks to God for his precious gift of Jay. The holidays will just be a different kind this year. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. Psalm 107, verse 1. I hope you enjoyed that, and that does go along the line with what I was saying about finding a different way to go through the holidays. I was going to say celebrate the holidays, but I know that's kind of a hard thing to think that we're really doing at this point, isn't it, for some of us? I do want to mention one more way that might help you get through this holiday season. Within the next couple of weeks, the When Tragedy Strikes Hope and Healing course will be open for enrollment. Yay! It is based on my book, When Tragedy Strikes, Rebuilding Your Life with Hope and Healing After the Death of Your Child. I've been wanting to put a course together for this book for a long time, and it's finally happening, and it's almost ready. There are three options. Each one is done at your own pace. One is a free mini course with six lessons. One is a full course that covers the whole book with seven modules, and each module has three to six sessions. And this full course does have a small registration fee. And the third option is the full course, plus a weekly meeting with me online with a small group of other bereaved parents. I'm limiting it to how many can be in it because I really want us to be able to interact together and I really want to be able to give my full attention to a very small group. And this will be for eight weeks as I personally coach you through the holiday season and walk with you into the beginning of a new year. So if you want to know more about this course and do sign up so that you are sent a notice when it is available in the next couple weeks, just go to gpshope.org slash WTS course. Or once again, you can just go to the show notes and click the link that will be there. And now let's get on to the birthday segment. First, we have Austin Augustine, who was born on November 14th and he is forever 16 years old. And then we have Laura Ann, who was born on November 17th, and she is forever 15 and a half. We celebrate with their families the day that Austin and Laura came into this world. If you would like your son or daughter's birthday announced, you can do that. I need the information. Just go to gpshope.org slash birthdays, or once again, there's a link in the show notes. Just click on it, submit the information, and I will add your son or your daughter to the birthday segment of this podcast. Like I said last week, some of us are used to hearing it's not about you, but the truth is sometimes it is. Only you know what is right for you as a bereaved parent through the holiday season, but whatever you do, or don't do. Remember to hold on. Pain eases. There is hope. 